Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Less <laughs> from you this week. Yeah? Yeah, very, very trappy. I mean, you have to be, because it's just two yeah, of us. Yeah, good luck to you. Off you go. Yeah. Denmark, this week. One for the weekend podcast! One for the weekend podcast is back. Second uh, second week. I mean, last week it was back, and now it's, it's still continuing uh, for now. What's going on this week? What are we talking about? Come on. Danish Football Federation in chaos. Bosh, more than that. What else? Uh, we're going to be talking about your dreams, your weird footballer dreams. What else, football-wise? Uh, we've got some Flames advice. What football-wise? Football. football. Is there well, sorry, football? Sorry, yeah, yeah, football. We get yeah. them in with England, the football right. and we keep them with the bits. Love that. Uh, England. England. Uh, did we get carried away? What, what is their best 11? What is England's best 11, James? What is it? I don't know, but you've done yours and we're going to talk for it. Yeah. And I'm going to say where you've got it wrong, okay. essentially. Uh, and did we get carried away with England? Can they beat Spain in the Nations League? What is the Nations League? Yeah. All will be explained. Yeah. In this week's one for the weekend. Absolutely. Cool. Favourite bit coming up at the end is uh, Footballer's Dreams, who you mentioned. Footballer's, Footballer's Dreams. Dreams. Yeah. So that last week I spoke about this really weird dream that I had with Sven Goran Eriksson, Sean Derry, uh, and we were all in a jacuzzi, and um, Sean, Jerry, uh, Sean, Sean Derry showed me his um, vajayjay. <laughs> Vaj- vajeri. Yeah, he had a... Yeah, uh, so that was odd. You can go watch that last week. Um, thank you very much for everyone who got involved. A lot of them um, subscribe for Adams. Lots of hours. How long we got? Thank you. So yeah, we'll just we'll put the timer up now. You can see the countdown to Christmas Day. Of course, everyone else is looking forward to it. But Adam, on the ropes. Um, if we don't get to 100k by Christmas Day, by 25th of December. It's not a joke. No, it ain't a joke. It's not a joke. We've been set targets out, and the subscriber target is 100k by Christmas Day. And the best Christmas present you can give to Adam is so that he can continue doing his job. For a meagre wage. So yeah, a couple of people getting in the comments um, subscribing for Adam. Hashtag yeah. subscribing for Adam. So it's good to see that getting a little bit of traction. Uh, but yeah, if you're new or if you're old and you enjoy Adam's input, then uh, subscribe for Adam. Um, um, let, can we finally talk about Denmark? Yes. Okay. Denmark versus Slovakia. They lost 3-0. Not a big news story, you might say. No. But they were forced to field a starting 11 that included a salesman, a student and an internet star. Because they had, they've got this commercial rights dispute. Yeah. That um, the the first two tiers of um, of Danish footballers and the manager are all within this dispute, and they've refused to play in this game. Yeah, the PFA have, uh, are at loggerheads with the FA, and it's obviously about money. And the PFA have said to Denmark players, including Christian Eriksen and um, Kasper Schmeichel, that don't turn up, don't 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 yeah. turn up, because if you do, you make a mockery of this. Standoff. The problem I have with it, though, is what about the fans? Like there are fans, of fervent fans of Denmark football. If you buy a ticket, if you bought a ticket to that game, 
going, oh, I want to watch Denmark. Are you actually more happy with the ticket now? Yeah. Just to see this fast? See what happens. Or, or less happy? Um, I think the curiosity would have been there for me because imagine this is like, this is England, right? Imagine this is England. You've got players from lower down in the leagues, Carlisle, Torquay, <laughs> making up the England side. But more importantly, futsal players. Yes. They're actually going to the depths of the, the, the very bottom of the barrel, going getting futsal players who one of them played. He scored no goal. He scored no, yeah. He did score no goal. So Denmark. Christian Offenberg, who led the attack for Denmark on Wednesday, is a part-time salesman who also plays for Danish third-tier side, yeah. Varta. Right back, uh, Simon Vollison uh, is uh, also a student. Wow. Uh, and there's a, yeah, there's another midfielder called Rasmus Johansson. Good plug for him because he's an internet freestyle... <laughs> That isn't how old is that that the BBC BBC are going? He's an internet freestyle footballer. Well, that shows internet. The old. <laughs> it's only um, how old uh, the, the, the BBC Internet. Uh, he's got tens of thousands of followers on Instagram and YouTube. Tens of thousands. So that that's exciting. I mean, I've got thirteen thousand, so that means I could have. Really? Right, sure enough. Do you know what I loved about this? Right, my favourite thing is that even the so even the managers involved, right? Yeah. So so who do you get? Who do you bring in? You, you pick up the phone. Oh, Get me John Jensen, <laughs> and I watched this poor. Um, I watched this poor press conference where there's like four phones recording. Like yes. I was really bothered, and it, I just I don't know what makes it. I don't know why it's more comical for me that that John Jensen gets wheeled out and goes. He's the temporary coach for it. Well, he he came out and said, no one wins in this situation. <laughs> Certainly not my reputation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do it then? I mean, and, and I already have a Denmark fans looking at him going scab, scab. I don't know. I guess it's that, but you could be saying the same for all the uh, all the players as well. The like, issue put it to one side, you know, represent your country. Well, the issue here is that Denmark couldn't pull out of the tie, even though it was a meaningless friendly. It wasn't even the Nations Cup. It was just a meaningless friendly. Yeah. Um, Nations League or whatever it's called. So uh, they they would have been kicked out of twenty twenty Euros twenty twenty if they hadn't played this game, which is why they went to the lengths they did in order to get a squad, knowing full well that they would no chance of winning, but. As is the problem with international games, friendlies mean nothing, and you can do this shit, and no one. Re- it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's the only reason we're talking about this game. But back back to that press conference with Judges, and he was going, um, he was going, you know, he was trying to kind of big up his role as a coach, and he was like, uh, so you know, on the plane here, you know, I, I had a chat with all of them, and and just spoke to them about what I, what did I need to know as a coach. I thought because right, and then we. Uh, we had a training session behind closed doors. Because Slovakia, like they've got Hamzic and, and Skirtle because they're petrified of bloody... I think it's because they, the embarrassment of seeing this sort of slightly overweight futsal player. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I like. It's, you know, do you remember uh, Mike Bassett? Mm. Where he writes the England team on the back of a packet of fags. Yeah. Where does it say Benson Hedges on Benson Hedges. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's fuck the joke. Yeah. Um, if this happened to England... Yeah, it'd be amazing. I'd love it. Who would you, and I would love to know which players would you love to see wheeled out for England? So you can't have a professional footballer, and they have to be active. Yeah, and so if this actually happened in England, obviously a couple of spaces would be taken up by irregulars. Yeah, Ralph Little, Ralph Little, was Jonathan t- Wilkes, captain, obviously. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The guy is uh, he loves well, that's his job, isn't football. it? I think that's his on his bio. Is um, well, one Robbie Williams is mate. Yeah, two. Charity footballer. Yeah. MC Harvey. MC Harvey will definitely there, be in there. Up. Usain Bolt will be sniffing around. Uh, and there you go, you're not English, mate, fuck off. And Ollie Mers, is he playing? Ollie Mers loves it, he does, yeah. There's a bloke from um, Busted, he loves it as well. Yeah, he loves Louis it. Louis oh, Tomlinson. The geezer at Kasabian. 
He, would he loves it surgery. He would definitely it. That would be class, though. I'd like to see that. He's actually right. Who would you like to see wheeled out and forced to play for England yeah. just to finally shut them up? There's a net. We were talking about it earlier, and you didn't say who you had, but I had one. One came to my mind. Adam, let me know if you've got one as well. Henry Winter. Go on, Henry. Go on, Henry. Yeah. Fucking chirps him with your no, little posh accent. You know, on last that note, on that note. Mine, Samuel. Mine, Go on, get go on, on front. Go on, off you go. You think it's so easy. Go on, Pluto. Get on there. <laughs> what, the, I'd, like, I'd like a slightly overweight fan on there as well. Because fans are so trappy. They're so like, oh, where's the passion? Where's the running? Mm. Where's gone then, fatty? Run. <laughs> Let's see how far you last. Let's see if yeah. you ain't puking your guts up on 33 minutes. <laughs> you fat toad. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's all right. Then. Uh, it's fatty's playful. Fat yeah. toad is. Well, I love. I was, there's someone in mind I was thinking of. When Who? I said that. Well, I don't want to say it. <laughs> but you know who I'm thinking of. It could be anyone, couldn't it, actually? Yeah. In this space. Let's move on now. Uh, let's know uh, other people who like to have wheeled up. But yeah, actually, Henry Winter, can I just concentrate on him for a second? Go on. Because he is so fucking smug. Stop it. Right? And that is, you're never going to make him stop it because he's got the gravitas, he's been in the game for ages, he I, tries to be semi faux reasonable at times. I know someone who used to work with Henry Winter. And he's. <laughs> he's. You smell some gossip. You smell some well, gossip. Well, he, he's apparently in the news world has an enigma. He's like, when he walks in the room, you shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah, so get on the fucking pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Henry Winner, on the pitch. Do you think Henry Winner, and I'm picturing Henry Winner. Uh, John Cross. He can go on. <laughs> is he going on? He's going in goal. Fucking lovely. Uh, Henry Winner, for me, despite his um, suave ways, when I picture him on a football pitch, shirt out, socks quite low. Yeah. You know, like like Freddie Jungberg used to do. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he'd do that it, as well. But for the older gentleman watching this, and yeah, ladies. Yeah. Uh, Jack Grealish. Yeah, Jack Grealish. Yeah, Jack Grealish. Chris Waddle. Uh, Chris Waddle, yeah, <laughs> even older. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Uh, let, let's know uh, other people that you would like to be forced to play for England. Yeah, that would be good. When you play football, Jim, do you wear shin pads? Yes. Says a lot about you. What? You have to. It's the Not me, son. Rolled down socks, saying, "Come and have a go if you want." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and have a go if you want some. You shine up your shins, don't you? Yeah, you go, right. come like on. that. Yeah, you can get near it. You want fine. some? Yeah, you want some. Um, they, uh, I, I once um, played football for Bull Street FC uh, against Hashtag United, but way, way back, a couple of years ago, and I didn't bring any shin pads. I, I genuinely don't wear them because I can't. I don't find them uncomfortable. Well, there's two types of shin pads, isn't there? There's ones the slip in the sock. Yeah, which I, everyone now uses. But back in the day, you'd have the ankle bit connected. Yeah, they which were was horrible. It was you know, it was I couldn't play. Yeah, um, I can't really play anyway. But yeah, uh, I I got I, I shoved a bit of cardboard down there. So that's Bad. all I need. I've done that. Get yourself an evening standard on the way to football. Rip that in half. Fold it up. Bosh. Perfect. There you go. Uh, football tips. You're getting everything you need here on One for the Weekend. Uh, speaking of getting unbelievable things, hello. Someone Chris won it. Kamara giveaway. Yeah. Now, let me read out a comment and then we will say who's Last who's week, got if it. you haven't seen, some people might not have seen this, we were giving away free signed pictures of Chris Kamara, but obviously we couldn't get Chris Kamara signed because we don't have that kind of influence, so they're signed by us. Yeah. So, one of a kind pictures of Chris Kamara. Only one of those in the world. Well, three of them, but you know, you get the point. So the comment was, boys, I need to complain. Go on. I hate to do this, especially since I love the podcast. Yeah. But I deserve a Chris Kamara signed photo. Last season, I wanted one so bad. He's done that in capitals. Who is this? Who's I went, I'm going to say at the end. All right. I went through every podcast on the Bull Street channel and commented. Oh, my God. It took me around an hour due to, due to bad internet. And I lost my place a few times. That doesn't make sense. I even, hashtag, signed 
Chris photo giveaway and hashtag one for the weekend on the odd Red Men TV videos lovely. and True Geordie podcast. <laughs> lovely job. Yes, I know it's sad. It's but not I want sad. The flipping photo. Don't. Well, Scott Richmond. You're not having them. You're not having them, mate. No. A bit, we're gonna bit keep, beggy. We're <laughs> going to keep them. He's trying too hard. No, no. Right. I, I feel no. like we should give it to Scott. We're not giving them. I feel, yeah, we're not. He's worked really hard. I don't give a shit. I'll send them to you. I'm keeping them. I'll send them to you. The thing is, sometimes you can try too hard. Do you know what I mean, mate? That's your problem. Trying no, too hard. You're like one of those guys in the club and you're, you're hanging around the peripheries of a group of women. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's so hard. Yeah, you're hanging, you're so... hanging around the peripheries <laughs> and they notice you and they're like, fuck off. And you're like, oh, I'm going to persist with this. Wow. Uh, but he probably ends up picking the dregs at the end. <laughs> Does he? Well, yeah, so every cloud. Every cloud. Every cloud. They're coming to you, my friend. What's yeah, his name again? Scott Richmond. All right, I'm well done, mate. Delete that name from my mind. Uh, I've got it, mate. So I've, I appreciate people who actually put the effort in. Oh, no, so. God bless you. Because the, the one, one, one for the weekend is nothing without you lot in the comments. The whole of this podcast is designed to get you commenting because that helps the algorithm. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, right, let's talk room 69, Flav. Yeah, Ronaldo, get the fuck in. Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, fat Ronaldo. No, not him. I like him. <laughs> Why do you like him? I just him? like the fact he's got a couple of wives. And but he ain't. That's the one I didn't yeah, so yeah. well. Yeah. I'm sure he has. All Brazilian legends. Yeah. And he's, he's into the the more alternative uh, Okay, right. So you're going in life. room 69, which is a place where it's a, a foyer where people are eternally Mate, peckish. They, yeah, eternally peckish. They sit in room 69. They're basically people in football that we're just, we've had enough of. Mm. Um, you know, you're going with Ronaldo. I'm going with Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. Because look, if you're not the very best, mm. and you're not first, you're last. Then, then you're not. You, you've missed your spot. Everybody in football has their role, mm. right? Robbie Savage has his role. Steve Stone, former Nottingham Forest winger, <laughs> has his role. Did you pluck that? I don't know. Right. Ronaldo has his role, and that's to compete with Messi. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. All right. So you, if you're if you're at Juve now, which is easily the best team, it's all like dope league as well, and Juve won it seven on the bounce, pathetic. Yeah. Ronaldo yeah. is now playing for that team as he's mm. got a goal in three games, getting fucking room. One assist. One assist. Where's the output? So what is it then? What is it? Because essentially, right now he's a and uh, Andres Townsend. He's Andres Townsend. Yeah. But in in Italy, in a different kit. So, okay, so so he goes and he's gonna. Anyone, anyone in the comments disagree with me? If you think that Ronaldo is no not interesting unless he's like scoring fifty goals a season, in my opinion, thirty goals is not enough. Get in the room. We've all had enough. What's a failure for him this season? Thirty-three years of age, of course. Gone to Juventus this season. Three oh, games in, failure. no goals, one assist. I mean, anything less than thirty goals is a failure for him, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're on the decline, aren't you? If that happens, so they, they so pay, how, much, how much did they pay for him? Uh, it's nearly a hundred mil, isn't it? All in, all in, and his wages huge. God knows. I think it's like I think his wages are like 30, 30 odd million a season. Wow, I, I think um, he they've brought him in because they want to win the Champions League. That's the thing that's kind of evaded Juventus for so long. They smashed the league. It's not even a thing anymore. I'm sure they don't even celebrate that. Champions League is what they need to do because they come so close so many times. I agree. They brought in Ronaldo, and it's not not working out. No, cut your losses, get rid. Uh, last season, we we did a show about how it's this was the worst, worst England squad, squad ever made, and that Southgate is just a meh. How far do you think England will get? Uh, probably not turn the group stages. How quickly things change, don't they? How little do we know, or do we all get a bit carried away? Well, so we're on the other side of that rainbow that was that magical time. Yeah. And do you know what I remember on the morning of the semi final? 
You took it hard. Yeah, I did. You took it really hard. I took it very hard. No. It, it hurt. You got. You got. You realise that football is about disappointment. I know. Yeah. You know this. You know this better than anyone. I know. Is it because right. it, was, it was because as a QPR fan, this is like a glimpse of actual glory that you can be a part of? Is that what it is? is that why it hurts so much? <laughs> I think. I think there is there is something in terms of like the world stage yeah. that. QPR are, it's going to take us a little while to get back into the Champions League, which we've never been in before. Yeah. And because of that, when you go so to like these tournaments, it, really? um, it's an opportunity, I like to call well, it. Because I, I think as a Premier League fan, fan of a team that's in the Premier League, yeah. um, every game's a bit like a World Cup game. So it's, Is it? Eh. Well, it's, yeah, when you're playing at Wembley. So, but I understand why you got, it hurt so much. Look, it hurts all, Flav. Don't, you know, I know what you're trying to do here. I'm not biting. Adam, you got caught up in it as well. Yeah, they gave me the best summer of my life. <laughs> 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 best summer of his life. I will never forget the summer of 2018. Absolutely. And it, it, so this is great because a lot of, lot of young people were watching this and, and listening to it at podcasts. They wouldn't have experienced an amazing England campaign. And the drama around England's campaign during the World Cup was... It was. It was, it was tantamount or comparable to 1990. Uh, to, it was, man. To... to um, it was sick. Euros in... It was what, amazing. In 1996. It was so good. It and was it was so, so good. good. And he said at the start, he goes, I don't, I don't want to win it. I, I, I don't mind. I'm not expecting us to win it. I just, I want it, I want to be a part of one of those defining summers. Yeah. And I remember he was very Trump. And I, was with, I went to watch the game and went to meet, meet a couple of his mates as well after the, after the game once. And he just turned around and went, this is one of them summers, isn't it? He was so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of them summers. And then we... Because it didn't it, click in our minds until he said it, really. Yeah, yeah. That's how important it is and what England means to a lot of people. Because England and international football, it's easy to just kind of brush it all under the carpet. It's boring. It gets in the way in the Premier League. It's not, no one really, but even Liverpool fans, some of them were, were getting into it. Like having pretend not to like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved it. Because everyone just, they put their weapons down. This yeah. nonsense banter that you throw at me each week. You just, less, wouldn't it? It was just less. Less of it. Just for a couple of... Did you like everyone coming together for yeah, man. because it was of amazing. football? The, the Zenith, for me, was in Hyde Park at half-time. Working, I was working diligently for Ball Street yeah. and may have consumed one or two beers. Yeah. And I walked to the toilets. Ad, you were in Hyde Park, weren't you? Yeah, I was there. We, I went to the toilet and it was the most joyous piss I've ever had in my entire life because it was rammed but you were all walking and like people were going I love that shirt mate because I had like a, I had like a, a not in that like blue one yeah I, mean, I love that shirt mate I, mean, I love your shirt mate we're, we're gonna do it aren't we yeah we're gonna do it give me a hug you fucker <laughs> come here yeah and then we went to the toilet and people going um piss if you love England <laughs> like, no, and it was just like that was just before it you know obviously it spiralled a little bit and, and, and went wrong uh, what, on the other side of it now can I just say my favourite moment of the World yeah, Cup? Yeah, of course. Uh, be, being alone, driving a van yeah. back from Russia, yeah. and listening, not mm. watching, listening to England beat Colombia on penalties. No other person, I mean, the, uh, there was not a single car on the motorway apart from me. All of England were watching this momentous moment. But I wasn't. I was in a van driving home from Russia. Wasn't I, Jim? Yeah, mate, yeah, sorry about that. I, it was, that was the most intense moment. Certainly. Right, That's okay. what I lost. We're my, done with that, then, are we? Lost my mind. Um, um, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, what do you want to say? Uh, just sorry again. Sorry. <laughs> What's that? Huh? What's that? This. Yeah. I'm just reliving it. Reliving the summer. Well, Adam says it's cool. So I thought. Just one other thing I on Adam. We're going to talk about it. Sorry. It's going to be actually cool. No. 
I mean, I'm not sure if it's yes for hat or no for hat. Let us know in the comments. Each week, you should have another hat. See which one works for you. Yeah, because you never I'm, quite I'm been able to pull off a hat. Do you know? What? I've told you this before. When I was um, so when I was younger, I was um, I was um, short and chubby. Fortunately, not anymore. No, but back then I was right, and I was and uh, I'd go to youth club. Every was you worried Friday. about ever losing your virginity or? But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, actually, that was sorry. That was just behind um, hitting puberty and getting pubic hair. Yeah. That was that was my main aim at that time, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then that came. Yeah. Just cool. talk about joyous summers, <laughs> and then yeah, the virginity yeah, I mean, happened look, further he, down the line. It's, it's an important thing to talk about, puberty. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm sure I've said that on this podcast. The moment when I realised I had pubic hair, it was uh, it was epic. Yeah, it was great. It was like imagine imagine England beating Colombia in a penalty shootout times by ten. <laughs> That's what it was like. Because I was like, I'm yeah, I'm okay, I'm uh, growing. Anyway, yeah. In year eight, I would um, I had a thing about hats. Because uh, I was thinking, right, how can I woo the lay days? Yeah. Right? <laughs> lay days. And speaking of which, birds and that, and um, some flames advice on its way later in the podcast. Um, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I just did that. No, sorry, I was like, it doesn't thing, want it. It. But it's still coming, so yeah. not much you can it's do about coming, it. Still coming, still coming. And um, I, I well, thought... We'll get something, because I've th- got something already. Go I thought I'll be, the ha- I'll be the hat guy. You can be the hat guy. I can be the hat guy. So what I did was I went down to... Uh, like sports shop or something, went down, beanie section. Right? Oh, jeez. Got myself two. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Two reversible. <laughs> so you got four? Beanies, right? <laughs> and so that was my thing for about a month because I quite liked Jamaica at the time and he'd always have a hat on. So you were the beanie guy? I was the, be- <laughs> I was the beanie guy. And yeah. I was there, there but then uh, it didn't seem to work. No, I, quite, I got quite sweaty. <laughs> um, but you've got to try these things. England. Young. England. Sorry, England. Yeah, so on the other side of it, yeah. now, yeah, we've had that summer, Adam, but we need to move forward, Flav. Yeah. And we can move forward with hope now. We can. Yeah. And I, I, do what I like, if you think about the first game after Euro 2016 and the, the lack of interest, and lack of interest for probably the 18 months after that, yeah. this time now you've got the Nations League, yeah. which we can explain in a second, right. and you've also you've got optimism. 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 Yeah, yeah. Optimism. Yeah, look, you've got optimism for several reasons. One, because the performance in the World Cup was real, it was tangible, and something that we could... I mean, we could have got to the final. Maybe should have. Mm. I think Croatia were probably underestimated somewhat. But yeah. we, 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 we were good enough. Um, but in the cold light of day, how good is this team? And the 11 that is going to play Spain. Not- so in our Nations League mm. group, we've got Spain and Croatia. To explain Nations League really quickly... Go on then. Basically, in the next three months, there's going to be we're in a group. There are four leagues, and within those four leagues, there are groups of three or four. We're in a group with Spain and with Croatia. We'll play Spain and Croatia at home and away, and then at the end of that, as because we're in League A, if we win that group, we then go into the semi-finals and finals to be the first ever Nations League winners. That's so not a league then. It's a league that turns into a cup. And by June, you thought it was coming home this summer. It could be coming home next next summer, What's next June. Like the Nations League is coming home. I don't care. It's good. I don't, it conjures nothing. Football, football that matters. So that's it. It doesn't matter because clubs, are, teams are um, not being able to field their best sides. Players are still coming out injured. 
Sterling suddenly injured. Yeah, Sterling and Lallana both withdrawn from the squad Lallana for injury. Lallana is really injured because he's perpetually injured. Yeah, he does seem to be, but, but that's not his fault. St- you know. Sterling. But with, so with this Nations League thing, first of all, the cold, light, cold hard light of day. Yeah. We're going to be playing Spain and Croatia. Okay, two obviously juggernauts. And even if you get through that, you, this is a proper test of where we are because we are in that top league. If you finish bottom of your little group, you then move into league, relegated. Yeah, you go into League B, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so, what chance do we have of winning winning this group? How good is this team? I don't know about the chance of winning the group because you don't know how well how Spain and Croatia are going to take it because the reward is to qualify for Euro twenty twenty. That's the ultimate reward. Yeah. But all of us are going to qualify. So there's there's no real. It doesn't do anything other than push your co- coefficient. Anyway, look. Uh, it's hard to gauge it really is because I still think that the squad isn't that talented it's not an incredible first 11 but they've bought in to a system that Southgate has employed you know 5-3-2 isn't common now in in football and he's made it work for him he's made an, an individual tactic that kind of seems to work for England and and Fills the holes where the quality ain't there. Yeah. So, but that's that's that in itself almost papering over cracks, is it not? I don't think it is. I think it's making the best out of what you've got and and, and utilizing your strengths, which is what everybody should do. You know, in a personal life, what are you strongest at, and build on that. And that's the same thing. Hats. You know, hats for you. Um, Harry Harry Maguire is a limited footballer, though talented. He works so well in that system because he has a role that's perfect for him. You don't concentrate on his lack of pace or his kind of bumbling way of playing football. You don't concentrate on that. <laughs> what are you good at? I'd get that fa- fucking yeah. giant head on the ball. I know it's, that's that an overly simple, 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 simplified way of looking at him, but you know it, it, it does work. And what's more exciting and why we should be excited about the future is there are young technically gifted kids coming through. And these are not just ones that we've talked about in the past, like Wilshire, oh, he's good, you know... Deli Ali, these are these are kids that play together and are winning things at youth level, and we, and that's another thing as well, and that's why we should be excited about the football is that every age level we're, we're competing and, and doing well. Yeah, yeah. So the three players on the fringe of England squads, in my opinion, and I think yours as well, is Foden, Sancho, and uh, Sessegnon. Sessegnon's a shoe in. It's only a matter of time. He started on the bench for Fulham last week, so is he ready? We don't know. And we do have a pension for throwing young kids in too early. At a World Cup, yeah, this game's perfect for them. Yeah, should I be agree. In there, so should I think? I think Southgate's made a bit of a mistake here because I think he could have, he, because if you say we lose to Spain and lose to Croatia and you finish bottom of that group, then that would have been our record could look quite bad all of a sudden because yeah. obviously we lost to Croatia and and lost to to Belgium, lost to Belgium in the group as well. So in terms of beating teams that are good, we won't have beaten any, any teams. So I. If I was Southgate, I would have reiterated how long-term a project this is. And I would have given, maybe given Bailey a go, maybe given Sancho a go, maybe given Foden definitely should have been in that squad for me because he is the player that we're, we're crying out for. Because this starting eleven, give us your starting eleven for, yeah, for this because I've so, got some questions on the players in it that are, right, that are I've first got, place. So I've got go Pickford, Trippier, uh, right wing back, in, 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 using Southgate's formation. Yeah. Pickford, Trippier... Uh, Walker at right centre back, Maguire, Stones, and Shaw on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in midfield, I've got Deli Ali, I've got Loftus Cheek, Henderson, and I've got Henderson. And then up front, Rashford and Kane. The problem, I think that's probably our strongest 
team. If you're going into a tournament game, that's probably our strongest team. But Luke Shaw's had an incredible start to the season. Yep. He's been reinvigorated. Amazing, you're saying that he nearly lost his leg. Yeah, if he, yeah if he'd have got on the plane, he would have probably blood-cutted and lost his leg. Yeah. Crazy, man. But, um, you know, that that is a, a fairly decent side. And then with the youthful... The, the fact that they're playing with freedom, and there wasn't much fear around that England side, and there's a unity. They've, a lot of the players have talked about the minute we met up, Mm. It was clear that there was a great chemistry between this group of people. We got on. It wasn't clicky. It, it was about them all being there for the right reason, but also loving each other at the same same. You know, you saw that footage of them all slapping each other on the back of the head. They look like a bunch of mates. You seen that on the <laughs> plane? So this is on the plane um, where photographers. You know, when they arrive back and they're, they're, yeah, right, they're yeah. it's either going out or coming back, and uh, they're videoing it. And if you watch carefully, you just see hands flying around like that, and they're all slapping each other on the back of the head. And while that is quite childish and basic, yeah, yeah. it's it is a sign that the chemistry is there, and that's important. And then, so so if you you've got a team that plays without fear, that believes that they can do things, and then add some really good young players, not just these 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 players that will be playing at the top of their respective leagues. Sancho at Dortmund, Foden will somehow find a way into that amazing Man City side. So. It's about how they, when and can you trust them. And, you know. and, that's, and that's why I come back to the fact that I think he's made a bit of a mistake here because he could have gone, OK, we know these guys might not be ready yet, but these guys are the future. But, and you but, almost go, oh, OK, I see what he's doing here. I'm going to give him sure another 18 but how, months. Who, 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 who does Foden go in front of? Because you put him in front of Loftus-Cheek, then you're, you're creating a, its own problem. Maybe. Loftus-Cheek deserves to play now. To so see what he can do. The other question I've got about this team and that starting eleven that you've put, because I think most people will go, he's going to start with that same formation. I think a lot of people would agree that I'm not sure you can win a. I mean, look, anything can happen in football. I don't think you. I don't think that I think that team. That team. That formation worked for the sort of safeguarding of uh, a wobbly defense centre back. Yeah. Um, but is Lingard a Lingard and Ali? Are they going to win you a World Cup as your creative players? Not in that formation. It's very difficult. Um, I, I think they're better suited to playing much further forward than playing I'm... in midfield. Deli Ali is a, de- a comp- competent centre midfielder. He can play there. He he played a lot there for for MK Dons and Spurs when he joined. He was deep deep lying and then was pushed forward. I so he, he can do it, but he's not. But I don't think they can do it from that far down the pitch. Yeah. And the other issue with that formation as well is that Sessegnon, where, where does he fit? He does, his position isn't available in that formation. And that's why I think sooner or later he's going to have to change that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Definitely. To make the best out of these young players, probably, yeah. I also wonder as well, let me know your thoughts on this one. Lingard and Ali. I think there's a there's a sort of there's a journey in in life and in football where you kind of it's it, your potential and there's you get a bit of a free ride and that's that's nice. But if we want this England team to win tournaments, do they have enough potential left in them to get to the level where they're going to be? I don't be <clears throat> players who are going to really take us to that level. I can't see Deli Ali evolving much more than he has. Um, He's a player that is it's sometimes difficult to see his value and why he's so highly rated. But then he'll have a game where you think he is impossible to mark. He's a nightmare. And he does so much off the ball that creates so much space that it's difficult. You sometimes look at Ali and look at his performance in England and you think, well, what does he do? He does a lot. It's just you're not watching. You can't because you're looking at the ball. Mm. Um, I think you don't worry about the individuals. You worry about the system. And there have been a number of examples where the system wins you trophies. Greece, Denmark. It's a system, they're not fancy, but the system wins. With the players and the system that is working, and did work throughout the World Cup, I think, we. why not go on and win the Euros? That's what I like. Why not? Do you know what I like? Those two words. Those two words that no one was saying in March of this year. Yeah. I'm certain if we went back and watched that podcast, there's no why not. Yeah. Now there's a why not no, in people's absolutely. minds. And that's all, all, that's all we need. All that's all we need. It's all, all Southgate and his team, but also looking at, like I said, like the, these, so many good young, young English players. Look at the, re- the, the reason you're getting um, major European clubs buying English talent now is because they recognise the incredible improvements that have been in the English coaching setup. And for so long, you know, in media... You know, journalists and fucking talk sport presenters and all, all that kind of stuff they were saying what's wrong with England the FA have got to pay well they, they, they listened they listened to that and they sorted their act out and they developed the England DNA and I think we'll see a crop of youngsters that, 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 like which we've never seen in England before but also similar to what happened in Belgium where they've got just player after player coming through so I th- what I think Flav's trying to say is win thank it. you Adrian Durham yeah. Thank you, Hawksby and Jacobs. Yeah, why not? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they'll be testing themselves this weekend. Little link here for you, Flav. Why don't you test yourself with some trivia? Yeah. Last week, we asked you this question. No one got it. No one got it. A lot of people got like four. But we asked you, which five Italians played Premier League football for Manchester United? You got one. You got Federico Macheda last week. Yeah. Matteo Damian uh, is another. Giuseppe Rossi and Massimo Taibi, the blind Venetian. Was his nickname apparently? Someone said in the comments. Thanks for that. Um, the one that no one got, Rodrigo Possibon. Who is he? When did he play for him? What era? I can't answer any of those questions. I'm afraid. I'm sticking with the Italian theme because I quite like this question as well, and I think people might be able to get this one. Cool. Which four Italians scored Premier League hat tricks? Can I guess one? Simple. Um, you can guess one. one. There are four. Is Viali one? Viali is one. 
Well done, well done. Yeah, well done, 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 well um, do you want to do disappointing so we've got two new bits now yeah uh, footballers dreams or disappointing headlines which one would you like to do I think let's do disappointing headlines <laughs> okay um, how did this evolve how did this one come up well we someone sent me a what's that Felonious Phil from the Fighting Cock podcast he sent me a a link to this headline and I read it and I thought Jesus Christ the, oh, just let's go let's do what is it Disappointing headline of the week goes to the Daily Star. Daily Star. Incredibly, who will will be revisiting? Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll be revisiting the Daily Star in Flames Advice later on. So stick around Ooh, for that. Yeah, we will. Um, and the headline is this: Six months to go. Adam Johnson's sister says countdown on for nonce footballers release. <laughs> oh, it's not funny. But no. what the fuck? What, I mean, the sister of disgraced footballer Adam Johnson has said she is counting down the days until he's free. I mean, I don't. Whatever, that's fine. What, do whatever you want to do. But the Daily Star, football nonce, football, like nonce. For example, it, it, it's it's not even like an official term. Like, what's the Daily Star doing it? Do you know what as well? Pedophile like, footballer. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's just like nonce football. They know what they're doing. Six months to go. Adam Johnson's sister says countdown on for nonce footballers' release. <laughs> Come on, countdown on. Please, for disappointing. Nonce footballers' release. And do you know what? I, I searched because so he showed me the uh, the headline. And I went, oh, I need to find it. All I searched was Daily Star football nonce, <laughs> and and it didn't narrow it down. They've used it. In, they've used it in like there's loads of headlines, and they're using the word nonce. Throwing <laughs> it around like nobody's business. Flinging nonces around all over. Um, it's gutter journalism again. <laughs> you know, ultimately this is a sister of a brother who's done this fucking horrendously stupid thing, and um, and then they're just throwing her under a bus, aren't they? she's made a I don't know what she what, what does the countdown look like is it a clock she's got like is it similar to our Christmas countdown for Jake for, uh, <laughs> I don't know I mean nonce countdown you, what are you suggesting we, we put up a <laughs> put up a countdown for Adam different Adam different Adam just to be clear anyone thinks Adam Johnson. this isn't we're not, we're not Adam, filming this from Adam the prison waiting room no no Adam That's a different Adam yeah different Adam Subs- subscribe for Adam, Adam. Do you want to uh, say Street, no, 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 don't you? Don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone might Google it. Some of the girls. Uh, send us your disappointing headlines uh, in yeah. the comments below or on Twitter at Ball Street, and uh, we will read out um, the most disappointing headlines. Yeah, the best ones you might see. You might see them throughout the week. They could be football related. They could be fo- a headline that means absolutely nothing, like Liverpool link with star striker. Anything. Let us know. What was the one? There was an Arsenal one. You were saying. Um, a, I think it might be Dexter as well. There's telling Arsenal, uh, Unai Emery told to forget the Premier League and concentrate on the Europa League. Like, what? Is that. There's All right one. then. Yeah, it's just fucking. We'll finish 15th. I think I've said this one as well on the podcast before. Um, there was one on Teletext. Carragher, Carragher confirms he can't. No, admits he can't confirm that Liverpool will win the Premier League title during his time there. Yeah. And, 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 and there's a reason why this stuff exists because it all works because idiots click on it. Like me. Footballers' dreams can happen to you. Look at Flavid, happened him with two. Start again. Yeah. 
footballer dreams can happen to you. Look at Flav. He had two. Occasionally it happens, but you know you gotta be strong. Thank you. That was like Simon Cowell, wasn't it? Yeah. You're like, you need to come back and do it again. Do it again. And I came back and do you like, have another? Bah, 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 bah. Do you have another song? <laughs> but he even does it like that. Yeah. He goes. Do you have another do you song. Have song? <laughs> I do actually. It's the same one, but with the right words. Yeah. And that took me five minutes. Am I a songwriter? I think and that's so. why he's sitting there. So we're last week, there. Flav um, enlightened us with some real insight of a dream that he had once with Sean Derry and Sven-Goran Eriksson in a hot tub. If you want to know he's how... he angina. Well, he's just done <laughs> my punchline this time. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see how said... that one... Yeah, I've already done it in this pod. Right. It's got a mangina! And incredibly, they're about... It just went like this <laughs> in my dream. It just went... I just gently pulled it up. Just pulled it down. Just went... Do you know that? Did you wake up? Was it like was it like a film? Went, no, I just sort of carried on with the dream. Really. Yeah, and did you just sit back down. And just, <laughs> I think got out, and it's, his little bum cheeks I saw as well. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean? What does it mean? Is there any psychology students watching this who can let me know what why I dreamt that Sean Derry had a vagina and I was sitting in a hot tub with him? Well, and that's the good thing about this podcast as well is that often we do like to pick apart each other. Uh, we like to sort of dissect things, and I think that's what we can do with this. So we're yeah. going to read out. Yeah, there was about fifteen of you that got in the comments and said, "I wanted a dream." Go on, then. a dream. Tell me. So we've got two for you uh, this week. Um, let us know your diagnosis of it in the comments below, and we'll pick it apart here as well. First one comes from Thomas, who once had a dream. He said, "I once had a dream where David Bentley was chasing me round the castle dressed as a monk and trying to stab me in the chest with a screwdriver." <laughs> He caught me at the bottom of the castle, but got floored by John Terry before he could do me any real damage. <laughs> Always hated JT, but started to take more of a shine to him after that. It's funny though, when you have a dream and you have something, like there was, I, had, I used to work, I don't know, should I say this? I'm sure she won't hear it. Anyway, I, uh, oh yeah, right, I'll um, I worked somewhere, no, fuck, people will be able to work it out, they're freaks, they'll work it out. Um, I basically had, a, there was this girl I never used to think anything of at all, uh, had a sex dream about her, and from that point on I was like, fuck, she is hot. <laughs> yeah, whereas uh, as opposed to, it went from it went from not even remotely thinking about that, yeah. to suddenly going, fuck. Oh, yeah? Weird, yeah, oh, wow. really weird. Nothing happened though. No, and you totally respected her. And... Uh, she, she never knew anything about it, it's just something that existed inside my brain for me. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, that's that's both um, perverted and I respectable. I don't think it's perverted. It's both. It's, it's both. Yeah, it's both. It's both. Um, but you know, let's help out Thomas here. So David Bentley chasing him around a castle as a monk mm. and trying to stab him in the chest with a screwdriver. Yeah. So Truman's trying to get at him. It's David Bentley. I think. Um, and a castle. Is it? Is it him? He's running towards modern football, and and that's why it's a castle because the home of football. There's an old idea of football, old idea of the home of football, castle, and you've got one of your enjoyable figures of the past of football, a character, if you will, David Bentley, chasing you, and it's your old religion. That's why he's dressed as a monk. But he's saying, "How dare you like football Twitter? Nah. How dare you like football YouTube? I'm going to get you with an old school laddie." Screwdriver. Weapon, screwdriver. Yeah, one that you might see on the terraces of the den. And then probably the king of the uh, 
the modern footballer in the, in the last 10 years, JT comes and saves him yeah. and goes, it's okay, it's just a game of football. You continue to love it for what it is in the, the way that it is now. That's how I see this one. All right. I don't really have anything to add. See if you can do anything on this one. Rue Steedman. Have you got something or not? Uh, no. Rue Steedman. I dreamt that Fernando Torres was my little brother and he wouldn't stop crying. It was so strange he had his regular face and head on a toddler's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Adam? Sorry, repeat it, please. <laughs> no, don't repeat it. Yeah, uh, I, I think... Um, I think... I, I mean... Fuck those. <laughs> I enjoyed it. What, I, I, Fernando I don't, Torres what was my little brother and he wouldn't stop I crying. would say that, all right, subconsciously, Fernando Torres was a little bit of a kind of fanny... Wasn't he? It was just li- behaved like a fanny on mm. the pitch. You know, he was a bit babyish in the way that he, he was petulant, weren't he? And instead yeah. of getting involved in actual kind of rough and like rough, rough play, I'd be interested to know if if he's a Liverpool fan. <laughs> rough, rough, housing. Fuck, rough, rough, rough play, rough housing. He would kind of do little sneaky things like scratch people and stuff like that. So you know, make subconscious subconsciously. I wonder if um, if Rue's a Liverpool fan. Maybe there's some kind of um, conflict with your feelings on him as someone that you loved, but also someone who left you in a childish manner. Yeah, maybe something there. Yeah, maybe. Um, let us know your dreams, your footballers' dreams, in the comments below. We'll read out some more next week. Game's gone though. Game has gone. <sighs> Andy Gray, who I think we can all agree is one of the most respected TV pundits out there in the game today, he's had to make his marker on this because Liverpool have got themselves a throw-in coach Thomas Gronemark has the weirdest job in football it does and Andy Gray thank goodness for Andy because otherwise the game will fully have gone but being sports pundit Andy Gray he's, he's telling it how it is he says so they were talking about it on, uh, on being sports about the fact that this guy's come in and he's now the, so he's got the world record for the longest uh, throw which is 51.33 metres it's a long way impressive, yeah um and Andy Gray, he's not happy with it. What, what's, what's he said? He says, I'll tell you what, I'm taking that up. I'm now officially a throwing coach. I'm sorry, a throwing coach. Here's the ball, pick it up with both hands, take it behind your head and throw it with both feet on the ground. Number one, throw it to one of your players. Number two, keep hold of the ball. I'll tell you what, I'm officially a throwing coach. And I'm also going to some clubs later this month to teach them how to kick off. I want to be the first kickoff coach. I mean, he's a dick, isn't he? He's fed up with it, is Andy. Yeah, but he's like a, a dinosaur. So if you look at it logically, and I read the article too, and there's some good points here. Like, you know, there's fifty-four there were, Liverpool had fifty-four uh, throw-ins in the last game. On average, there's about forty to fifty throw-ins in a game, which is, that's a set piece, isn't it? Every time you do yeah, it. Yeah, but if you send a player get a player picks up the ball, goes to the side, like Joe Gomez's throws were insanely good. Um, you, you throw things a, a different technique that enables you to create positions and, and opportunities that wouldn't have otherwise been there. Like Rory Delap is the obvious example where he just launched that missile into the, and every time they got a corner you thought, oh God, this is, uh, sorry, throw it, you thought this is going to be yeah, like yeah. a corner. Um, but it's more, much more to a throw on than just getting it back onto the pitch. So, you know, the obvious one would be throw it to your the right winger and he'll just cushion it back. You know, but you, who's to say you can't get an advantage out of 54 throws? There are ways of teaching someone to use that to, at the maximum available I, I read a bit about this yeah and um, so apparently every Premier League goal is worth two million 
So if this guy... Every Premier League goal is worth two million what? Two million pounds. Really? Apparently. And so if this guy... If, it, if Liverpool score more than two goals from throwing... Yeah. Say that, that that's... If his salary is less than four million, which it obviously is, obviously, then he's yeah. paid for his... Yeah, and this is not. This isn't. This is somebody who's worked in football for since two thousand and four, teaching throw-ons, correct way to do it, increasing vision, increasing technique to give the best possible delivery. I don't think it's a silly thing at all. In fact, I wish it was happening at Spurs. It's about margins, isn't it? Uh, So I I understand. The game is about margins. Yeah, totally. And it is like he says himself, and it does make sense. It isn't underestimated aspect of the of the game and uh, you know, honestly it's something my dad has probably been saying for the last 20 years he always goes they every time they know what they're doing at throw-ons and then we get the ball and there's, there's just that yeah like the go on guy like twiddling it with his right hand going who want like, yeah 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 it's that yeah it's like <laughs> and, and then, then and, and you're going to be this yeah he loves that I love, yeah because it must be dry it must be dry he did lose me a little bit what, when dad? I read this no not my dad oh, right. uh, my dad's great um he said, I focus on... I just, the way I read this, I was just a bit like... Go on. He went, I focus on everything you can imagine. This is the guy, this is Gronemark. Yeah. Ads Gronemark. Um, he says, uh, it's not just a technique of the throw, but how to receive it, how to make the right runs, the positioning, creating space. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I don't know, just the way I kind of said it, the way he said it, I kind of... No, that thought, makes complete sense. It does make sense. I just think... Why, why should the, the, the same amount of... Less thought go into uh, producing a throw on than it would a corner kick. Uh, I totally agree diligent. with it. It's just when you see the footage of him going and there's two other guys and he's going, no, 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 you do it like this. Yeah. It does look a bit weird. Right. But the most annoying thing, massive pet hate of mine, is, and it's embarrassing, at a lower level at Sunday League, when there's a foul throw, it's just, it blows my mind. That a foul what, throw can so still what, happen. Just for those that don't know, what is a foul throw? Is it something lifting I, your foot off the ground? If you're releasing the ball before it's gone past the top of your head. I think you've got to release it before it gets here. Yeah, so it's got to be like that. Yeah, and and yeah, keeping your feet on the ground. Is that Pretty it? Those two things? Yeah, that's about it. Pretty much, isn't it? And then not moving down the touchline. You do look like, you look pathetic if, it, if there's a foul throw. Don't but you? you have quite a high, I've I played football with you, you've got quite, you turn into something else. Yeah, man. Well, you just turn into like when you're playing football, you turn into something else. I think that's about it. You, you demand. I'm, not, you just, you I'm not, asking too much, mind. You yeah. throw the ball then properly. Sure, well, you're, you're not. You, you always say, just be the best version of yourself. Yeah. What are you saying? I'm not being, being the best that. version of yourself. You're saying I'm, I'm just that. saying that you know, after a few beers, you know, <laughs> they get on the football pitch. Might be tricky to right. throw it properly. It shows you the insight into your preparation for football games. Got a hydrate. What about on your stag do? What did we do on the first day? Yeah, Drank four beers and then had a game of five-a-side football. Yeah. What the? F- I had about six shots and then we went. Yeah. There. Good times. Good times. Right, flames advice time. Bit weird when the uh, what? Just the ladies of the night coming on five-a-side pitch. He's kidding. Right. I am one hundred percent. Right, flames advice. Now, last week we had nothing from you lot. You obviously either the advice is drying up, or you just don't want to hear it, or we're not doing it well enough. So what I thought I'd do is I test you, Flav. Yeah. And me, I guess a little bit with a professional. To like compare your your expert analysis yeah. and advice with. A professional. So yeah. uh, I went to back to the Daily Star, so second trip to the Daily Star, and um, Just Jane, who's one of my favourite agony aunts. Just Jane. Just Jane, she's great. So people send her all sorts of problems that they have, 
and she gives a really good advice. Yeah. Um, so I was just on that, just stumbled across this one. So we'll see what your advice would be right. for this problem. Okay. Um, so just Jane, and actually, can we just um, we'll in the edit we'll put on the uh, the picture. The picture of this is amazing. So the headline is just saying, I'm addicted to cheating romps, right? But the picture is that. It's <laughs> so funny. Amazing. Uh, so this is on, yeah, the Daily Star, just Jane giving her advice. Uh, so this person wrote in and said, yep. I'm newly married, but I'm already cheating. I just can't help myself. Uh, so he's got... Is that it? No, no, no. Right. I love my new wife to bits. She's funny and lovely and so good to me. But the minute I'm out on my own, the temptation to chat up and bed other women becomes overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I simply can't help flirting, complimenting and creeping off. Creeping off. Ugh. Never heard that one. Yeah. Uh, during a conquest, I feel amazing. <laughs> I'm in the moment and I don't even think about my wife or what I'm really doing. All I focus on is the thrill of the chase and the resulting sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get a tremendous buzz from being admired. It's like a drug to me. Yeah. I do have a bloody... Oh, no, he doesn't even say that. I do have a good body. A bloody good <laughs> bloody, body. Oh, bloody. I do have a good body, and I suppose I'm easily flattered. I've only been married a few months, but I'm already letting my wife down with a couple of local women. A couple of local women? One works in the local pub, while the other is a nanny for a posh family up the road. The nanny is particularly exciting. <laughs> I only have to what? hear... <laughs> Why? Why does he need this additional information? Just tell her. Just tell her. I'm, I'm, I'm having sex with loads of women. I've just married. I don't want to do this. I feel guilty. Why? The nanny is particularly... Well, context helps, doesn't it? You know, it's Does just it? colouring the detail. I only have to hear her voice and my heart pounds. I'm powerless to resist her touch. And when she strips me naked and jumps on top of me, I go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I've never meant for this to happen. When I made my wedding vows to my wife, I fully intended to put my bad boy ways behind me. Mm. I looked... I looked her in the eye at the reception and swore blind that I was uh, turning over a new leaf and I would never let her down. But here I am again, just a few months later, counting down the minutes until I could be intimate with another woman. I feel so terrible about my wife because she works very hard, but I get often away from home, and has no idea that I'm up to my old tricks again. Why can't I just be normal like all the other guys I know? My mates manage to stay loyal to their wives and girlfriends, so why can't I? My wife doesn't know this, but they all laugh at me behind her back. They call me the shag monster. <laughs> I laugh along, but it's not its not a title I like. Right, I'll uh, get a picture. Yeah, so Jane's advice is here, but what would your advice be? Uh, the guy's got a problem, genuinely got a problem. Like This isn't just about cheating on your your uh, your wife or your missus. It's, he's, he's got an issue with sex, and it's like drugs, you know. Some people can't stop themselves. Some people, yeah. some people can't stop themselves from smoking. I can't. I smoke a lot. Shouldn't. Terrible. Hate it. But I can't stop myself. Right. So what are you? If, you, if I'm say I'm the shag monster, you what are, would you say to me? I would say to you that fuck. Go and go and get some therapy. Use the same. Use the same. Um, what would you call it? What would you call it? Where you're not allowed to. You don't tell. Is huh? Therapy? No, you just you, you use the same methods you, to, to, to prevent your wife from finding out that you're, that you're sleeping with other women to the therapy. Go and get the therapy and never ever mention to your wife. Hmm. Make sure you come at the end. That you've ever done fun. <laughs> the same as it. Yeah. How can you go, what? Show that same dedication to do <laughs> shagging as, with your wife? No, the therapy. It's as easy as Go that. and get the therapy. Okay, well, round of applause to Flav. Do it for yourself. Because. You shouldn't have got married. <laughs> oh, fuck, you know, why do I do you? Oh, big big out. Out, yeah, big right, James, time. 
So Jane says this. The reason you get a round of applause, Flav, is Jane says, uh, your hard-working wife doesn't deserve this. No, she doesn't. Could it be you have a sex addiction that needs professional treatment? Please consider visiting your GP and honestly telling him or her what you told me. That you simply can't stop playing around and it could be that the right kind of therapy might help you to live a more stable life. You have to remember that every time you have sex with another woman and then your wife, that you put your wife's sexual health in danger. That's true. That's really not right. Yeah, you could get your wife hived up. Yes, hived up. My feeling is that your wife needs to hear everything about your secret life and your sneaky behaviour right now. She says, tell, tell the wife. That's How can she carry on in ignorance when all of your mates know what you're up to? No, and they're calling that's you childish terrible, names. Terrible Maybe advice. you need to take yourself away and give yourself time to think. That's Just terrible advice. <laughs> Don't tell her. Oh, God. You destroy her. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I kind of. Or you fix yourself. What are you saying? I, I've got to be honest. That was the bit that I was like. Yeah, Jane doesn't Think know about shit. about that, Jane, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you need to deal with that guilt yourself, I think. If you want it to continue. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on this one. Yeah. Was just Jane right this week? More importantly, let us know your advice, because it's much more fun when we get to give you advice than some random person who probably is actually just a, uh, a copywriter or intern yeah. who they've asked to do it. But thank you, just Jane. Um, do you think she's a real person? Nah. Probably not. Right. Bears and that. Bears and that. Now, before we get into it. Bears and that. Bears and that. Right, Paul O'Connor said last week, Bears and that was one of the best parts of the pod. Best part. Has to stay. Has get to stay. Adam involved. Of course, subscribe for Adam if you want to keep his job because we won't be yeah. able to do Bears and that in the next year Daniel Flowers also says maybe Adam needs the sack if he's refusing to do birds and that what else is he actually there for exactly good to have it back though now last Adam, week Adam go on let us know what are you here for other than birds and that nothing what nothing that's all I'm doing so you agree so let's, yeah. you know give yourself some value so last week um, we found out that Adam's back on He's not on only the ones and twos, yeah. but he's also on Back the on the dating apps. On the dating apps. Can't stay away, can he? And the app in he, particular. He, therapy he is addicted to those things. I see him in the office. Like he's supposed to be working, all he's doing is this. Yeah. That's fucking perfect. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, there's just a bit just, of dust on my phone. Yeah, like, yeah. Still? still, I think you've got it, mate. And, went, and then oh, that's pretty severe. He's still looking at you. <laughs> yeah. That's what's weird about it. He looks you in the eye. He's not even looking at who he's swiping right to. He's just literally just doing this. Oh, that's your first problem. You need to be more picky, mate. Yeah. Now, Hinge is a, a website and an app that you can get, and their mission... Was this funny? Oh, I don't know, but it's funny. We believe the quality of your relationships determines the quality of your life. So that's, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah, and that is good, because that means that Adam's not on this new app, which means... He's looking for a relationship, not mm. just a bunker. An elite daily says, swiping through endless faces devoid of any humanity is now a thing of the past. There you go, Ed. So this is exciting for all of us, in particular us, and of course you guys listening wherever you are. Um, how are you finding the Hinge app? No, comment. no comment. Maybe, no maybe if you do a little bit less of this ad, and a bit more of... Mm, yeah. Okay. No, I like those photos. But what's she like? Yeah. What's she like that? underneath? A bit more of that. And then read and go. Oh, she likes cycling and books. Mm. Well, maybe I should talk to her. Maybe let, let's see what books she has like. Because I don't read. 
barely read. Yeah, maybe she can teach so, me to read. Teach me to read. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, good. I mean, Emily, she's a Hinge user. She says, I love the prompts on Hinge. They give me such a better sense of someone's personality. Dive into the personality. Yeah. Find the person. Stop being so vacuous yeah. and shallow. And everything is on face value, Adam. All that said, um, in the real world, what are you up to this weekend, Adam? Nothing. Any opportunities for a bit of birds in that? Pardon? Any opportunities for a bit of birds in that? No, there's always opportunities for birds. Hey, yeah, see, see, start getting down. It's interesting because. Oi, oi, oi. Let's find Adam a girlfriend. Let's find Adam a girlfriend on the One for the Weekend podcast. A date. Do you know what? On the Fighting Cop podcast, we did this. Engineer Al, my brother, who does the podcast, the first season, we's like, Adam, Alex is single. Anyone listening wanting on a date with him? A bird message us. Yeah, really? go on a date with him. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that Did was they? Yeah. How'd it go? Well, as as, as well as she have a nice a personality. Lovely personality. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I still know her, so she's okay. very. Uh, she's a lovely girl. But it was just interesting that um, it happened, and we can do it again for Adam. So if yeah. there are any ladies listening who would like to go on a date with Adam, <laughs> and you're in, you, you know, it's not all just about face value because Adam is a good-looking bloke. But there's lots, lots going on inside here as well. He's a good. <laughs> good, good person. Yeah. So let us know, tweet us or whatever, and we'll we'll set you up with Adam, and he'll take you out. Sure, you never he know. He won't pay though. He'll pay off. Absolutely. Well, um, what might be interesting, uh, Adam, is you might meet someone at the techno rave you're going to on Saturday. You go to techno rave. <laughs> It's good to take rave. Techno rave. Yeah. Yeah. Can you call it that? Don't worry, it's not weird. It's in the daytime. Oh, mate. You and your <laughs> mate. No, hang on, I'm thinking, we're trying to help this guy out, mm. right? What is, how one. does that work? How does that... I mean, we've been to Twinkles. Maybe a stat nugget for me. Oh, a stat nugget. Oh. oh. Well, I think that'll come up long. I don't know. We'll find one for you. Yeah. It'll have to be quite intense, won't it? I don't know how it works in a techno rave. How do you chat up a bird at a techno rave? Is it like, is it just being really precise with your box? <laughs> that works. Really blowing your whistle. Do you want to borrow my hat? <laughs> right, that's better than that. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, oh no, subscribe, innit? Yeah, yeah, sit down. Bit. I'll do that bit. Listen, Go on, you listen to me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.